lifers. This is Heather Drew, and this is the Life in the Whirlwind podcast. Today is episode 58, and this episode is called Obstacles. So last week I took a week off. I missed you all very much, and I'm coming back a little fresher. Um, but I'll tell you one of the reasons why I took a week off is uh, this. So something I've been contemplating, particularly since the winter of listening retreat, has been this concept of finding aliveness, finding greater awakening. And uh, part of the winter of listening retreat was that everybody sort of invited themselves into a certain kind of space that is contemplative and sort of inward looking, which winter seems to sort of call us toward, and also developing a sort of inner fire to keep us through the winter and to sit with that. And so we talked about that on the retreat a little bit. And um, one of the things that sort of came from that for me and a few others who were attending the retreat is that there is a sense of waiting for awakening and that that inner fire produces something very grounded and very rooted that will come up in the spring. So there's that's piece of it that I'm talking about. Just a sort of piece of um, waiting for awakening, sort of uh, resting for the winter and then in the spring finding this sort of new arrival of some sorts. Even though I do have to say, there's a little caveat to this, that I do actually believe it's important to live live into this reality that we've sort of already arrived, always. Um, a lot of times we use a lot of our headspace and energy to imagine that there's some distant arrival point that we have to reach. And that's just not, that's actually just very false. So holding those two things in tension, let's, let's talk about obstacles here. So if, if we're thinking about awakening and we're thinking about growing into life, so this podcast is called Life in the Whirlwind, right? And in case we need to remember this, let's just come back to why this is called Life in the Whirlwind. So many times, and this comes back to the piece, this relates back to this piece about arrival, feeling like it's this far off destination that we're moving toward, when actually life is literally right here all the time. Life is presenting itself on a regular basis, right here, right now, right before our eyes and noses and mouths and all that. So that being the case, you know, we can't imagine that life can only be found if we escape the circumstances of trouble or trial or uh, fears or whatever, whatever, you know, the whirlwind produces in you, whatever kind of emotional response there is to the whirlwind itself, like busyness or um, chaos or relational difficulties or difficult conversations or uh, losses, changes, 
feelings of intractability, those kinds of things. You know, we, we commonly come across those things. And, and sometimes we have decided that those things are bad. I mean, sure, they, they don't feel good, right? But, uh, you know, we've talked many times together over these last 50-some episodes about how maybe it all belongs, actually. And maybe it's very important for us to come into a space where we make room for the whirlwind, even, and that we actually find life sitting in that, feeling our substance, noticing what's happening for us, feeling the electricity surge through our bodies as we look fear in the face and lean in and name that. And uh, that's something that's definitely worthy of the word life. Is it difficult? Yes, absolutely. Is it uh, worthwhile? Yes, I believe so. What on earth does any of this have to do with obstacles? Let me tell you. So I want to go in this direction because uh, I've been really thinking about the removal of obstacles and the placement of obstacles. So one thing that I have thought a lot about is, you know, when you begin something new, there's sort of this uh, sitting with and inviting into a space of a new beginning, a removal of obstacles. Uh, there's this sort of invitation for yourself, invitation to the universe or God or spirit, however you uh, story this being, this higher being, um, whatever you call that being. So there's an invocation, this, this request of, you know, can there be a removal of obstacles for this new beginning? Can there be um, a sort of spiritual energy, a sort of cleaning out of the road that enables this new beginning to take place? Um, kind of like a birth, you know, like in a birth. And I I forget if I've said this in my podcast or just in my classes, but I do teach this in my class uh, that I taught the pre- last semester, last fall semester. Um, it's almost like as human beings for ourselves and for each other, we're almost like midwives. We, we hold the space for birth. We sit in the presence of birth happening and we remove the obstacles, right? We help that transition be as smooth as possible, as healthy as possible, and uh, as sacred as possible. So it's one of the roles that we can play in as human beings uh, for ourselves and for each other is sort of to invoke this invitation or invoke this request of, uh, I'm beginning something, I'm walking toward awakening, walking toward arrival uh, of some sort, of some birth of myself uh, or of something important to myself, capital S. So um, can there be a removal of obstacles? 
that's something to think about. And then another thing that's true about obstacles is that I feel like sometimes God, the universe, spirit, however you call this, um, places obstacles in the road to sort of keep the balance in check. Um, again, I, I, I think I repeat myself occasionally on here, so I apologize, but I'm going to, I want to repeat a story. A friend of mine told me this story about, you know, there was a highway that was built in Pennsylvania. It used to be a two lane road and, uh, there's a lot of traffic. So they decided, uh, eh, we're going to build a highway here instead to make this easier. They built the highway, all these engineers built this highway Um, and what's interesting is that they actually found that more, there were more car accidents on the highway because it was straight and it was flat and it was boring. And so there just tended to be less attention paid to the driving itself. And, uh, that two lane highway, you know, had curves and turns and hills and things like that. So you had to sort of stay attuned, stay alert to what was happening. Uh, there were sort of obstacles on the two lane, on the two lane road that were not there on the highway. And there were many more accidents on this boring highway, free of obstacles. So sometimes life places in our path, obstacles, And what that can do for us is to create a space for us to pay better attention, to pay closer attention, to uh, even awaken in that moment to how flat and easy things have been and how that may not be serving us, actually. How do you build muscle? You do not lie around doing nothing. Uh, You work the muscle. You put an obstacle in the path of the muscle to work the muscle. So this is a sort of reframe for this concept of obstacles, that maybe obstacles are not all negative like we think they are sometimes. And perhaps they are helpful. Perhaps they um, serve many purposes. And sometimes we only see that in retrospect. Uh, But what would it be like to sort of be open to that, whatever it is, the removal of obstacles, and equally so the placing in our path of obstacles for our growth? And I don't mean that in a trite way, and I certainly don't mean it in a diminished or, uh, you know, sort of silver linings kind of way. Like, oh, I'm so happy this is in my path, so now I can grow. But to really think through um, the good kind of tired that comes with obstacles placed in the path. And to sit with that and see what it holds for us. What would that be like? What would that be like? But here's the third thing I kind of want to draw attention to today. Is oftentimes 
uh, we get so focused on the obstacle itself that it becomes the thing. And then we actually lose whatever transformative process is sort of on the other side of the obstacle or through the obstacle. Where the obstacle becomes the focus, then we miss this gooey center that is the transformation process that, you know, we could, we could invite with the obstacle or we can choose to experience with the opportunity the obstacle has given us. Um, what does this look like? So, um, for some reason, when I was thinking about this this morning, planning for this episode, I thought about, uh, the writer of The Little Prince, this book, this, uh, he's a French author and he wrote this book, The Little Prince. It's a children's book, but obviously very admired by all ages. They actually made a movie out of it not that long ago. And, um, it's a really, it's a really interesting read for lots of reasons. And it certainly talks about obstacles. Um, but anyway, all that to say the author of that book, not, I don't think he says it in this book, but I think he says it elsewhere. If you, and this may be, uh, I might do a poor job at quoting this exactly. So forgive me, but you'll get the gist of it. He says, if you would like people to build a boat don't just give them hammer and nails and wood but teach them to endlessly long for the sea so if you think about this in terms of obstacles if you were to say to someone hey build this boat that's sort of like a a quasi obstacle right like it's this thing that's not already in your plans, uh, it sort of interrupts the normal status quo, whatever. Um, and so it might feel like an obstacle, like, Ugh, I really don't want to do this. No, thanks. But if you take this perspective of, uh, I have an endless longing for the sea. And so please, someone give me a hammer and nails and wood, please, so that I can follow the yearning of my heart in the sea with a boat. It's all a matter of perspective when it comes down to it in a lot of ways, right? It's this desire to be transformed, this awareness of transformation being a very vital aspect of being a human with a pulse uh, that makes, it, it sort of transforms obstacles, right? It's this, it's this desire for transformation itself and the, the awakening that is available through, um, the process of transformation. It, it comes through obstacles. It comes through the strengthening of the muscles through hard work. Uh, through attention, through mindful lifting, or going through, or chiseling, right? So what obstacle are you going through right now? 
Or what obstacle are you asking to be removed right now for you? What might it be like to think beyond the obstacle itself and sort of hold both the yes to the obstacle and the yes to whatever is on the other side? What might that be like for you? And I don't know if you can imagine that in this space now. Perhaps it's too painful right now. And perhaps this is just something that you need to sort of put a pin in for, time, for some time and come back to later, which is absolutely allowed and more than welcome, of course. <laughs> um, but that's the invitation. It's can you hold both the obstacle and what is on the other side and say yes to both? And to let your yearning for transformation, your yearning for life, capital L, your yearning for your true self, capital S, can you let that pull you forward to lean into the obstacle and see it as something completely different than maybe you did before? Here's a blessing for you if you'd like. (laughs) You are stronger than you think you are. You have the capacity to hold any obstacle and not be crushed by it because you are endless. You are unshakable. You are infinite. You are unconditionally loved. You are part of a whole that is going to hold you no matter what obstacle is in the path. And you can do this. Whatever is happening for you, whatever this thing is that comes to your mind, you are going to be able to say yes to this if you so choose. You can say yes to this if you so choose. And it's going to be really hard. And that's okay. Um, but it's your, your, whatever voice is telling you that you're not enough or that you don't have room for this, it's all a lie. It might feel like that, but you do. You have room for this. You definitely have room for this. You are infinite. You are unshakable. So thank you, my friends, for showing up. And, uh, I will be back next week to uh, speak with you all again. Thanks for showing up. Consider this, uh, my sweet friends. Take great care. When you left this town with your windows down in the wilderness inside Let the exits pass all the tar and glass The strangers in this town They raise you up just to cut you down Angela, it's a long time coming In your Volvo lights lit up green and white With the cities on the signs 
But you held your course to some distant wall in the corners of your mind. From the second time around, the only love I ever found. Oh, Angela, it's a long time coming. Hope it lasts. Were you safe and warm in your coat of arms, with your fingers in fists? All those static codes in the radio bits. The strangers in this town, they raise you up just to cut you down. Oh, Angela, it's a long time coming. Oh, Angela, spent your whole life running away. Lost in me, lost in you. 